0: I'm Terry. And I'm Ali.
1: Open water swim coaches and sea lovers based in North Devon. Join us while we aim to entertain, motivate and inspire you to step into the water and seize your dreams. Welcome to the Coastal Swimcast. Yeah. Oh, hi, hi. Oh, hi, hi. (laughs) Never gets old,
0: that. It never gets old. (laughs) How are you? I am good. I am I'm toasty right now. I was chilly this morning, but I feel really, really proud of myself because I, well, with you, got in the pool, and worked really hard on my pool. I got in the pool and worked on my pool. Ha uh-huh. <laughs> And then I did
1: several dog walks
0: and uh, I actually
1: did a little bit of jogging. Oh my Lord. Anyone that knows Ali, Basically, if she's running, she's probably in trouble.
0: (laughs) There's a real reason. (laughs) Yes, but I was proud of myself. I was getting my heart rate up, I was doing my fitness, I was listening to good old Tay Tay, Taylor Swift, for anyone who doesn't (laughs)
1: know. Once again, if anyone who doesn't know Ali, she loves She's a huge Taylor Huge Taylor Swift fan. And I, I feel like I know so many words to Taylor Swift now. I Crazy. know. And I'm definitely not into Taylor Swift. Do you know what? I don't, I don't hate her though, just so you yeah. know. Do you know what?
0: I reckon uh, one day she might hear this podcast. You never know. Yeah. Taylor, if you're listening. Get in the cold water. I did actually have a dream about her last night. Do you? Yeah. My.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how are you, Terry? Yes, I'm actually very good today. I, um, you know, I, I think Tuesdays are a good day because we start the day at seven o'clock at the pool coaching, um, and then uh, during the session, I got in today with everyone and um, did a few demos and things, which was uh, which was really good. That really helped, I think. Yeah, and then um, you and I did our little workout together. And as you said, we were working on that pull um, fist drilling. For anyone that's ever done <laughs> lots and lots of fist drilling, <laughs> it's quite tough, but actually really good to help with your uh, to help with your pull when you're swimming. And then I got changed and went in the gym. Nice. Did a little workout in the gym, which was uh, which was really good to do. And then here we are. So so far, a good day. I like Tuesdays. Yeah. I like them Tuesdays, whizzed round here on my scooter. Yeah, I saw you whiz past the window. It was
0: hilarious. <laughs> Joey was like, oh, here she comes <laughs> on my <her> scooter.
1: <laughs> I literally, honestly, from the moment I get on my scooter, I just don't stop smiling. Right. It's uh, it's just fun. It makes It makes me feel very happy. <laughs> so, mm. today... We thought we would actually what we had what we did do was put a little shout out on the last podcasts that we've done, um, asking people to send us some questions or some topics that they would like us to discuss.
0: Yeah, and people are sending them in now. We which are is starting good. to get through a
1: few questions, but please, please keep sending them because. Um, You know, we we would rather be discussing something that people need to know a little bit more about or just fancy hearing us discussing it. So um, what we've decided that we're going to discuss today is to wetsuit or not to suit. Yes. Um, It's actually quite a big topic amongst open water swimmers and more so the cold water swimmers, dippers, you know, are uh, often there can be a little bit of, um, what's the best way of saying it? Stigma. A little bit of stigma about when you do decide to wear a bit of neoprene. And the most common thing we hear people say is, um, oh, I wimped out today. Yeah. I'm going to wimp out because I'm going to put my wetsuit on.
0: Yeah. Or when <laughs> when we do coaching, people go, oh, I'm really sorry. Is it okay if I wear my my socks or my gloves? And we're like, <laughs> yes, yes, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, on the topic of neoprene, we thought we'd actually give you some fun, interesting facts about neoprene, about where it comes from, how much is made, what it's used for. Um, And then we're kind of talking about how we as swimmers
1: use it. So, neoprene, what were you saying earlier about there's like 380,000 tonnes of neoprene is made each year? Each year, according to the internet. According to the internet. And 380 tonnes get put into landfill every Every year year. and unfortunately neoprene isn't biodegradable no it's not yeah And and it's
0: not made from um sustainable sources either no um so once it's made it takes resources from the planet and then just gets chucked so yeah so um one of the things that neoprene was originally used for was to do the lining of um, landfills to stop all of the crap, <laughs> you know, seeping through. And so, if you think about that, then yeah, it was
1: purposely yeah chosen good, good heavy-duty stuff. So yeah, it makes sense that it doesn't biodegrade easily. Yeah, which um, being somebody myself that owns, I probably own about four or five wetsuits. But I am pleased to say I think at least three of those I've bought second hand and I do own one Ulex um, swimming costume with sleeves suit Um, and Ulex is biodegradable, it's made from plants Um, so all together so much better for the environment Um, which actually I think we're sort of Finding or the road that we're going down is we want to be working with people. One that we've mentioned before, people that work with all size body shapes when they make wetsuits Mm -hmm. and also people that are also thinking about the planet and being more sustainable. Um, And also, I'd just like to point out that you at Christmas... Made some little Christmas trees I out did. of neoprene. So, yes, you are recycling
0: neoprene. I was Which recycling. Is so, yeah, recycle, reuse, repurpose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're, you're big on that I think anything I, I you do make me laugh anything that I go oh I've got a little bit of material you're like I'll have I'll it I'll
0: have it yeah. <laughs> yeah you go into my, my sewing room and it's a battle these days yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so if
1: anyone's got any spare <laughs> any spare fabric or any uh, neoprene send it my way yeah um, and, and I think you ought to look at making bags and things out of um, yeah. you know I guess our own because we we hire out wetsuits which is another way of saving the planet a bit because we're not encouraging people to buy them all the time because they they can rent them from us if they just need them for an event or something that they're doing so that's really important to us that we um we try and be you know as sustainable as possible as well as encourage reuse recycle and also yonder who we get our wetsuits from um we are talking to um What was his name again? Angus. We are talking to Angus. Angus. The lovely Angus. I feel like I know Angus really, well. We do feel like we know Angus Um, really well. So not only has he been asking us um, for advice about um, the sort of wetsuits that um, we want to provide, particularly for the female market, um, he's now looking at making some Ulex wetsuits. Well, our
0: Yonder Spook... So we, yeah, we have our um, Spook wetsuits. That's the the, ma- the make of the ones that we currently uh, use. And they're really, really good quality. The, like they're really nice and they fit really well, but the sleeves are Ulex. Yeah, it's so, really good. Yeah, um, and I love that wetsuit. Such a nice wetsuit. Such a nice wetsuit. Yeah. So big shout out to Yonder. Big shout out. Um, and they're very good for um, different sizes, different shapes. Um, and yeah, as Terry's mentioned, we have been in conversation about, um, you know, helping support the ideas of, of shorty wetsuits, long sleeve, short I think sleeve. think we may
1: be, we may be. Ending up on their website. Well, you he know. He asked for some of our know. photos. And also, we might be taking a little trip up north to do a photo shoot. But who knows? Mm, yep. Watch this space. So, yeah, we it, it's really important to us that we try, as we've said, to try and work as sustainably as possible. So, um, yeah, we're, we're forever researching and doing as much as we can on that. Yeah. Um, so, to come to now about the stigma. Yeah. And it's so bizarre, isn't it? Because I was reading an article about a guy who said that over a 5K swim, if he's in his wetsuit, he can swim it 12 to 15 minutes quicker than if he's not in his wetsuit. Mm -hmm. So when he enters some competitions where, say, the water temperature is between sort of 22 and 24 degrees, he's very happy not to wear his wetsuit. But because there's other people competing... That do wear wetsuits and he wants to compete he feels he's at a disadvantage if he doesn't wear his wetsuit mm-hmm. which is interesting isn't it because some people and I am one of those people that in a wetsuit I swim faster and mm-hmm. than I do in skins but you're you the complete opposite as people have heard <laughs> in the previous episodes I don't
0: want to talk about it yeah <laughs> you're the complete opposite yeah complete yeah. opposite yeah, yeah which is
1: it, which is really interesting because people that compete there's no stigma there is no. no stigma about wearing neoprene, and in fact, people look at you like you're crazy if you don't wear yeah. neoprene. Whereas, particularly in the winter season and for the cold water,
0: you know, I, I feel like it's lessened, particularly in the group, the the swimmers that we see now. It's not quite as as intense as it was, but there was a period where um, I still hear it. The cold, but with the cold water challenges, and you know, yeah, oh, oh, you're, oh, you're wearing you're wearing neoprene as though potentially you're not as tough or you're not getting the same thing and so it's so to kind of look into that if we actually discuss for our listeners what what you use neoprene for why why we wear it when we get in the water and the kind of different areas that one can cover with neoprene and how it works i think so the main one is obviously a full wetsuit. So we've seen it quite a lot with our with our swimmers that come to our coaching sessions that a lot of people aren't actually aware of how a wetsuit actually works.
1: Yeah. That I think is a so lot true. of
0: people think it's supposed to keep you dry. dry. <laughs> Um, so, the purpose. I don't of- know why I'm laughing at
1: that. Sorry if that's what you thought. Yeah.
0: So, a wetsuit, wetsuits are designed to get wet. The idea is that you're supposed to flood them, the water is supposed to go in, then the temperature from your body then heats up. The water because it's trapped in with the neoprene. So the idea is you get your own kind of little hot water bottle going on. Obviously you don't flood it to the point that it fills up and that you can't swim and that's why wetsuits should be nice and tight because water should be able to slowly seep in and then not be able to get out. And Particularly when it's warmed up then effectively you've got your lovely little buffer so then when you get out then you're still nice and warm. That is how wetsuits are designed to work, therefore If you've got a wetsuit that you don't get wet or you don't go fully in, they don't work properly. So you may find actually you're not as warm as you thought you were. And then the other thing that we see a lot of is people buy wetsuits that are far too big. They do.
1: Yeah. Because it should be an absolute ball ache to the point of you feel like you're going to die of, Strangulation, yeah. So, where people wetsuit, go, do you get in the water when people go, Oh, it just slipped on? Then we go, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that means too big. it's
0: too big. <laughs> and so, there's two reasons, uh, why a wetsuit that's too big uh, is actually worse than a wetsuit that's slightly too small. Um, the first one is we're talking about cold water, is if it's big and gaping, then it's going to let cold water in. Then the water warms up and then if you start swimming again you flush it through you get another wave of cold water so you're not actually keeping your body warm and then the second one is particularly behind the knees and in the crooks of your elbows and under your arms if you've got little folds of neoprene where it's kind of overlapping where you've got the space prime prime place for rubbing and nobody likes
1: chafage. everyone knows the pain of chafing. Chafage from but A yeah. wetsuit is the worst, isn't yeah. it? We've, we've had a few people where it's been very fierce, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. And so if there's space and it moves around, it's going to rub. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And you think, put salt water with that. Oof. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, lube. Lube will be your friend. But actually get wetsuits that fit, which is why we often say to people let uh, us be with you, let, let us help you try the wetsuit yeah. on so that you we, we can say to them, no, that actually fits you perfectly yeah. or it's too big. So what else is there that we can wear? So, socks and gloves. Mm-hmm. I'm someone that I think for the first couple of years that I started winter swimming... I, um, well actually the first year I wore a shorty wetsuit the whole time and then I ended up buying the most rubbish pair of gloves to wear and neoprene socks. Are they ratch- the ones,
0: are they the gloves that you gave me the other day?
1: no 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 because
0: <laughs> they were rubbish yeah i know
1: no 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 they were i think my maybe my second oh, pair they
0: were your the, blue, the blue yeah oh, those awful ones they yeah were, yeah
1: so bizarre but I, yeah they were the first gloves i ever bought i think i think i bought some webbed ones once as well thinking that they would uh, that they would, would help. help me but yeah i still <laughs> back then i still couldn't swim very well um but yeah for the first year i wore a bit of neoprene and then did my whole summer and then the second winter I didn't wear any neoprene at all and I and I took part in the polar bear challenges mm-hmm. That um, for the one that I, I signed up for the Jedi like an idiot so I tried to do the cold water challenges and within that challenge I wasn't allowed to wear any neoprene at all and I ended up getting after drop twice yeah. and after the second time that I got it Was that a pinkery? Uh,
0: was that a second time? Yeah I think so yeah i watched that happen and it was awful
1: yeah it's uh, i don't if anybody's ever had after drop the um it's the most unpleasant thing uh you can experience as a swimmer And oh, well i'm guessing hypothermia is worse but mm. uh yeah uh, for sure if i hadn't had you know and I, and I kind of knew i was going to experience something because i was putting myself in that position um but I was very careful in, I went with friends and my friends knew that I was doing the challenge and they could see straight away that there was no way I was able to dress myself. Mm. So, you know, you guys all helped me get dressed and stuff. Um, and it was in that moment that I just thought, I'm stopping this challenge. You know, it, it, it was just so uncomfortable. And then, so I probably didn't wear neoprene for the rest of the time mm-hmm. and probably for the second year. But now, I'm to. like, I will even... I mean, I don't always wear a wetsuit, and the reason I don't is because a lot of the times I'm nipping down for a swim and I want to nip home, mm-hmm. but I will wear my neoprene socks and gloves. So
0: I was, I've was. i got a question to ask you. Go on. Back when you weren't, um, you know, when you were making a conscious, you were like, yeah, well, I'm not going to wear gloves and socks. Do you think you were potentially part of... Did you ever think if you saw someone wearing neoprene do you think you contributed at all to
1: that? Oh you're wearing neoprene at that time? Yeah that's a good question. Um, Probably not and I only say that because my first year of winter swimming weirdly so as you know I started swimming end of August was my time of year for starting open water swimming and I think I took my wetsuit off in January. So I swam, and it was only a shorty, a summer shorty to be yeah. fair. But I swam in a summer shorty up until January. And I think the reason that made me take it off is because I did, I'd did. organised the New Year's Day swim that first year of sea swimming. I organised New Year's Day swim. We probably only had about... I can't even remember, but about hundred people, but it was, you know, it was great. And I went in dressed as Elvis, as one does, but no neoprene. Mm. And I suddenly realised that I wasn't in neoprene, so from then I I took my neoprene off. But did I? Um, maybe subconsciously, I, I would never have voiced anything because I, I, you know, and I think back then I was definitely swimming with people that wore neoprene all the time mm-hmm. for sure. So if if subconsciously maybe because I made a point of going, I'm not wearing neoprene. No, 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 I'm not wearing it. I was
0: just about to say, there's that element of, yeah, you weren't actively saying, oh God, look, they're wearing neoprene. But it was very much this pride that I'm not wearing neoprene. Yes, yes,
1: yeah. And now I just find that so ridiculous that anybody would think like that. For me, there was a really big turning point. And I remember um, we were
0: coaching and it was in the summer. We were coaching and we had a one-to-one and all three of us, so both Terry and I, for people that don't know, we wear our wetsuits even during the summer, just because we're in the water a lot longer. Often we do repeat we do sessions one after another. But also if anything were to happen, it's really important that if if we need to stay in the water any longer, we are safe to do so. So that's one of the reasons that we do. Um, and then this particular lady, she had a wetsuit on as well, and there was a holiday maker, and we walked out the water. Mm. And that holiday water, uh, that holiday, and that holiday maker tutted at
1: us and went, pussies. Yes, I remember that. And it made we were me... livid, weren't we?
0: I <gasps> was so angry because I was like, and I think this was a really big because I was like, you have no idea what that person yeah. is going through. Yeah, you have no idea whether they've got medical needs, whether yeah. they are the first time in the water. You have no background on why that person is. Even in the water.
1: Yeah. And, oh, I was incensed. And that was one of those that we carried on walking. And then half an hour later, we were like, we should have said this and we yeah. should have said that. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> I, right now I'd give him what for.
0: <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I think now I would politely turn around and say, please don't make a comment like that because yeah. you have no, under, no, no knowledge. But, yeah, I remember that was a really big turning point for me. And then the other turning point for me was actually going in and going oh i'm just going to wear some gloves and socks today and then i went oh my god this is delightful so
1: nice this is so much better it really is (laughs) because as we know our extremities so our hands and our feet feel it the absolute most so yeah it's such a game changer just wearing neoprene socks and gloves if you don't want to wear a full wetsuit as well at least socks and gloves is bloody lovely yeah absolutely delightful and I just would be very sad now really sad now to hear anybody questioning shaming noting and saying anything about anybody's choice of what they wear in the water and
0: I would hate people to feel like they can't get in the water because they because they are wearing neoprene yeah and I know that and we have heard down the line we've heard it several times more than several we've heard it a lot of times where people go oh yeah oh yeah i'm wearing neoprene and nobody else is and then they feel like they can't get in i know crazy Um, you know we've got a really close friend who is always head to toe head to toe the seal of heel bay we call her
1: (laughs) um you know but and also we've proved that you get exactly the same dopamine hit whether you're in full-on neoprene head to toe or whether you're in skins we, I feel no different and I get the same high whether we are in our full wetsuit or or not, yeah. as the case may be. So if anybody's wondering about that, about whether you would get the same cold water here, you absolutely do. Yeah, because you're still entering the same temperature of water. It
0: just means that your body is able to manage and cope with it better. Sure. Particularly afterwards. And I think that's a really something important as well to remember is the neoprene isn't just helping you during your time in the water it makes the time and the recovery after a hell of a lot easier however we will say be canny with with your neoprene because as terry and i experienced today once oh. you've got off your wet neoprene lovely you're getting changed your hands they were nice and toasty because they were in neoprene yeah yeah get changed lovely you're starting to warm up then you've got to put your wet gear you've got to pick it up yeah and then put it in a bag and
1: oh. then your hands get freezing My hands just work. from that burning yeah. after that so yeah like you said they were so nice i was like oh my hands aren't hurting today picked my wetsuit up shoved it in the bag picked my cosy up my rash vest my gloves my and after i'd done that oh pain so as a recommendation for people <laughs> yeah, go
0: on. if you can get it doesn't even it doesn't need to be a fancy uh, one yeah one if of you the can st- get a changing mat drawstring mm. bag yeah you can make them yourself why don't i have one of those no, oh, would you like me to? I've got loads of sale material. I could make you one.
1: I mean, Ali, I feel like yeah, it's the all least. Right. All right, I'll add, I'll add that <laughs> to the list. Why are you even asking if I want one? Of, you know I want but one. But yeah, of
0: those, so don't. the great thing is you can step into it. You can take everything off. It doesn't all get sandy or stony or pebbly. Yeah. It doesn't get dirty because it goes straight in. You step out of it, and then you just do the drawstring bag up, and you don't have to touch anything. All of your wet stuff is all in there.
1: I just need to be able to then put it on my shoulder. Yeah, I'll make you one with a strap as well. Because of my shilly little arms. My poor little arms. (laughs) Oh, woe is Terry. Um, So interestingly, I I can't remember how long ago it was, wasn't it? It was about 18 months, maybe two years ago. As part of the Bay Merbabes, we did a a big old group swim together um, where we called it our neoprene swim and we asked everybody to come in wetsuits. That was such a good a good thing that we all did together to promote the wearing of wetsuits and um and normalizing uh wearing wearing wetsuits as well. So um I, I feel really passionate about uh making it okay for absolutely everybody to come in whatever they want to wear. Um, so that was, yeah, I, I, uh, when we did that with the merbabes, that was, um, that was very well attended. Yeah, it was. It was really lovely. So, Terry,
0: are there any things that potentially are negatives to wearing neoprene? Yeah.
1: Do you want me to? <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, I was joking. Yeah, there totally is. For me, um... The getting off the getting on and the getting off of mm-hmm. neoprene i think it's probably um you know if you've got sort of joint or any sort of mobility issues around your hips your elbows your shoulders um, putting on neoprene and taking off neoprene can be hard it yeah. can be really really hard and some days when it's so hot you know when we put it on in the summer so i'd say for me the biggest drawback is probably the getting on and the getting off maybe no it doesn't make me too buoyant no that's the biggest drawback for me yep
0: yeah, uh biggest drawback for me is the buoyancy we've we've talked about it yeah um but also uh, i i read an article and I think it's an interesting one to to put out for people is because neoprene makes you feel warm and toasty um I mean initially you still get that oh god it's gone down my back yeah um but it can lull you into that false sense of security of potentially staying in slightly too long yeah and so yeah this article was a really good it it really pointed out. It said, make sure even if you are still in neoprene, give yourself a time limit, just so you don't go. Oh, I feel fine. I feel fine. Fine, because as we've talked about, you know, the effects of cold water continue to happen once you're out. And and the article as well highlighted that a time limit is exactly that. It is a limit. It's not a target. Yeah. So I think you, people should take that on board as well. That you, if you're able to manage fifteen minutes in a wetsuit then remember you're able to manage 15 minutes it's not that's what you have to get to that yeah. that's kind of your your marker of no more you know there was a, an incident fairly recently down at the beach um with someone who suffered from after drop and I think it's I think it's often overlooked and put to the side because people you know go on oh, I feel fine I feel fine and I think wearing neoprene does have the danger of
1: exaggerating that yeah so it can make you uh lull you into a false sense of i can stay longer yeah i don't feel i'm not feeling cold yeah but as we
0: all know once you're out and then 20 minutes later that's when you actually feel it when it hits you yeah yeah
1: yeah so a couple of disadvantages i mean there's fours and against for everything isn't there but um yeah wear your neoprene get in the sea definitely that's what you want to do whatever it takes to get you in that sea full on head to toe or just in your cosy or naked whatever you want to do yeah do it do it do it so if anybody's got anything to add to that um, any experiences of neoprene we'd love to hear Yeah, send send us it send us it in um, via our socials we'd yeah we'd really love to hear from you
0: yep you can also leave us a review and you can also comment on Apple Podcasts so if anyone listening via Apple Podcasts please do just uh Get, send us a little message. Okay, so, fun facts. Fun facts. This section is now called Tell, Tell It, it to, to The Sea. sea. So, um, we are going to start a little healthy competition. So, any, anyone that knows Terry and I knows that we like a little bit of healthy competition. So, each week we are going to present each other with a fact slash kind question. Of question about yeah. the sea. If we know the answer, then then we do we get a point yeah okay so then yeah if you know it you get a point and then at the end of the year let's say that seems a long way away but it It will come around quick uh we'll tally it up and we'll see who's won
1: oh my god (laughs) if you get my one well you're very clever oh right give me your question first
0: okay so my question first was so this is a percentage Oh, answer. So I'm going to give you within 5%. Okay. Okay. So what percentage of all of the water on Earth is in the oceans?
1: Oh, I think that's quite high. Mm, what percentage? How many How many? either way did you give me? I'll give you 5% either 5%, way. 5%, that's good. I think it is 85%. I'm
0: afraid that's incorrect. Ah, darn it. 96.5.
1: I was going to say 90% to be fair, but I would have still would have.
0: I feel like I would have given it to you if you'd have said 90.
1: Oh, wow. That's
0: that's a lot. What? That's crazy. Yeah, so 90%, the ocean holds 96.5% of all water on Earth.
1: That's incredible, isn't it? According to the internet. According to the internet. <laughs> the internet's always right, especially yeah. Wikipedia, hey? Yeah. Well, that's not from Wikipedia. It's not from Wikipedia, no. <laughs> right, are you ready for mine? Oh, God, okay. Are you ready? I really hope I know it, because I really want I'll it. be so surprised if you do. You would have found it coming along... I don't know. Anyway, how big in miles is the Bristol Channel? And again... I will give you five miles either side. How long as in from west to east.
0: Where does the Bristol Channel end? That's the thing. Are
1: we talking like a little stream or are we <sighs> taken as a single entity? The Bristol Channel estuary system extends eastward inland to the limit of the tidal influence at Gloucester Docks, do you know? <laughs> oh well that <laughs> so helps. I hope that helps. Yeah, that, that, that really <laughs> helps.
0: Okay, so That's so funny. Okay, so it's about 23 miles from Ilfrican to Swansea. I know that. Yeah, good. So it's going to be way more than
1: that. Yeah. Oh Well, I'm not saying anything.
0: I'm going to say how many miles? How many miles? Miles. You can say kilometres if you want. No. I'm going to say...
1: She will say in a second. 112. Oh, Ally, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's approximately 75 miles from west to east. Oh, it's not. Oh, yeah. I... Yeah. According to the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love it. Yeah. So, if anybody has any fun facts, so um, (laughs) that they wanna, or any questions that they wanna put in for this section, just to test our knowledge, just to see, yeah, we will just
1: promise not to Google it and just discuss it. We'll
0: give you a shout out. um, So it'll be nice to kind of say hello and to to
1: touch base with some of our listeners. So thank you very much. Shall we thank our lovely Christine who sent in the question about wetsuits? Yes. Thank you. The topic of wetsuits. Emma. Emma.
0: <laughs> yeah, also recently we have done an article, um, a little blog on Christine because she's been coming to our session. So we'll put a shout out for that. So do take a look at that. If you go to our website, www.coastalswimcoaching.co.uk forward slash blog, you'll find Christine's story there. As Perfect. Terry said previously, do touch us, uh, hit us up on our socials, give us a
1: shout, and we will hear from you next time or you'll hear from us yeah so in the meantime continue to seize your dreams bye bye